Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Pop of Color Pod. You're with, with India and Ruby, two women of color who love Bravo, pop culture, and astrology. Though we go light with the astrology, because if we began that, that would be a whole three-hour episode just dissecting our charts or cast charts. So that'll be another day. Yeah. Whenever the whenever the Bravo content is down, we'll do some astrology content yeah i think that'd be fun and you know i love that bravo is giving us so much though i mean we're getting all the shows this week was wild also i tweeted like all of the below deck cast this season i was like hey what's your zodiac sign doing this for research thanks (laughs) um no replies yet (laughs) well i gotta get them keyword yet i believe (laughs) i'm convinced that we're gonna get them we seem uh, not suspicious on Twitter with like four followers. So I'm sure they'll totally answer us. Right. Anywho, um, before the week began, last week feels like it was a month ago and we'll get into it. I went to visit my grandmother in her home state and my father was there and he lives very far away. So it was a nice little rendezvous until someone said, oh, send me a picture of you and your daughter. And this man proceeds to take the cell phone and try and take the picture from below, like down, down below, making my shoulders look like I'm a linebacker (laughs) for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't care about the Steelers. I don't know why that's the team I chose, but it just sounds more aggressive than other football teams. So, you know, the dad energy was real. You're like, oh, there we go. There we go. That's why I was thinking of them. There's always a connection. There's always a connection. Also, someone, um, one of my patients, we were talking about colleges and like they're also from like the Southeast and they went to a very good school. I won't disclose because that's not my business slash HIPAA. But (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we're out here (laughs) protecting rights. Uh, I mentioned, I just briefly mentioned like, cause we're talking about why we went to the schools we went to and you can't say William and Mary without somebody doing like, oh, well, I mean, you have to be really smart to get in there. And so I'm not trying to brag. I'm not trying to drop, like, it is not my fault. I went there. Cause I just said like, oh, I was from around that area. I went to field hockey camp there. I did model young mm-hmm. there in high school. Cause I'm a geek <laughs> and I just happened to like it. And people like you, you can't mention it. Cause then they're like, think that you're giving them a moment i mean i'm not sorry i'm smart i won't apologize (laughs) but i'm not saying it to be a dick either exactly because if someone else can but i feel like anytime i bring it up other people try to make me feel like a dick and luckily in california people thought it was an online school so i don't know if that said more about me (laughs) (laughs) i give that online bachelor's no disrespect (laughs) and education no absolutely no disrespect but I was just like, but when you no, pay thousands school. and thousands and thousands of dollars to go to a school, you're like, and when they brainwash you and they're like the second oldest college in America, this is a school. You're like, how do you not know this? Duh. But my mom also didn't know what Yorktown was till we moved there. So, you know, perspective, Fair. everybody. <laughs> oh. Any updates from you or would you like me to go into it? You know, no, I I think everything's just going the way that it has been. Um, 
You got your business going. Got my business going. Got the real estate popping off, and um, yeah, that's that's really it. Okay, that's I just wanted to check because I have a habit of making it about me and then just moving on. So, oh no, that's like <laughs> this is a two way. I appreciate podcast. you. Yes, I appreciate you and your consideration. Such a great friend. Shout out! You heard it here first. Ruby Lang. Oh, Ruby Lang, great friend. <laughs> <laughs> a mess, <laughs> and we're only. Six minutes in. <laughs> Anywho, an embarrassment of riches to us pop culture freaks this week. I feel like this pandemic had prolonged a lot of things or made things worse than they were. I mean, aside from the obvious of people right. dying. Um, but for pop culture, we have a lot of online TV. We had a lot of reruns. Just like not a lot, you know. And as a lover of red carpets, I was revived on Sunday and Monday. And then I died because I stayed awake too late at night posting about it. We had the VMAs from MTV, which if you haven't, you're that person who's like, I haven't even thought about that since like 2003. I'm so glad that you're so much classier than me. But I like it because I like to see the songs be sung or lip synced. I like the outfits because they're chaotic. And usually somebody thirsty tries to get attention which I didn't actually finish the show yet, so TBD. But the outfits, as promised, were a wreckage, carnage. And then on the absolute flip side, we had the Met Gala, where people were beautiful, but dull. So we had America that. The theme was America, right? American. Yeah, it was in America, colon, a lexicon of fashion. And hard to say, it was like very prom energy. Like it was just a lot of like, I'm in a cute gown, but like not real. And I'm sure like, I'm sure there's more to it. I'm sure it's American designers. I'm sure it's a reference to a collection from yonder, but I wanted to see some clown shit. I wanted to see people in like a statue of Liberty kind of look. I wanted to see people, you know, I, I was hoping Rihanna was going to come in Britney's like denim dress from that, that other music award show. That was a, that a great to idea. me, that is America. Britney and denim on denim on denim but alas we got like we got some cute looks from the girls Billie Eilish did her like Marilyn Monroe looking situation it was very beautiful did you call her Billie Eilish I surely did (laughs) (laughs) I'm like wait That's what me and my pals call her. Okay. I had to understand. It's just a moment. Sorry. Sorry. It's just how I speak. Pero I will never call her anything else. And then um, I do this thing on my Insta stories, as India well knows, um, where I just like post all the looks I like that I don't like. Sometimes I'll let people have an opinion, even if they have the wrong opinion. That's my favorite is like, <laughs> usually people will vote in the majority against what I thought. And I'm like, all right, so the followers, we don't have taste, but I still like you, I guess. Like it wouldn't be taste if everyone had it. So it's fine, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm so rude. But anyhow, um, I did. I was the life like, of a Libra. Yeah, I know. It's just like so hard. Uh, ask, what is it called? Um, I don't know if you follow poet astrologers on Twitter, mm. astropoets, but the handle is like poet astrologers. They do, oh my, it's fire. You have to follow them. But they did one where it was like, are Libras diet Geminis with better taste? Naturally, I sent it to all my Gemini friends. 
<laughs> because the tea was piping. Poetic but hugs? What'd you say? Poetic? No, no, no. <laughs> Poet astrologers is the handle. Oh, I have a listening problem. It's like red and black, like kind of like. Oh, I have seen this page because they posted something about Capricorns and I screamed. They're always on point. Always, 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 always. Sometimes I can't send them to people because it's like too direct of an attack. So if they're sensitive, I'm like, oof, you can't do that today. Oh my gosh, it just says none of us are rich, important, or good enough for Capricorns. The tea. That's such. I need a new phrase, but I mean, it's just real. It's wow. on it. Yeah, you'll die. You'll you will fall down the rabbit hole because they're so perfect. And at the beginning of each zodiac season, they'll just do a series of tweets about that are like references for that sign. So wait till your time in January. <laughs> or wait, December. Whoop, fake fan. January. Oh well, <laughs> Capricorns are in in, December like twenty second yeah, or something. I guess it starts in December somewhere. But I don't care about December Capricorns. Anymore. Oh, wow. She didn't care about Jesus. You heard it here first. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Wow. She doesn't care about um, Jesus. Self-incriminating. Self-incriminating. <laughs> Self-incriminating. I think that's the only Just exception. The exception. The exception to the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Always the exception. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Mary Cosby is going to sell them. <laughs> Anywho. But the Met Gala, I, there was just like too much content this year. Supposedly, they only had a third of the normal guest list they have but i felt like there were so many people there because i've never posted that much do i just know too many people by no in quotes <laughs> i don't know them um but like am i just too online because i knew too many people obviously i didn't acknowledge anybody who's like a tiktok person because no which i think I, people up there yeah addison ray was there woof and then this girl named Emma something was there. Woof. And I'm Is sure there were Ray more than that new Netflix movie. I mean, I haven't seen it, but. Did I tell you that like when I was sick and on NyQuil, I told everybody that movie was cute and everybody was like, you were clearly on NyQuil because it was <laughs> the worst movie on earth. I felt so bad. I was like, I don't really, obviously I really don't remember much of it, um, except that it was a reboot of one of the classics. She's all that. Right. It was called He's All That. It was gender swapped. Um, but I thought the little boy who like she ends up liking was charming for a youth. Um, they had Rachel Lee Cook who played the main girl in the first one play Addison Ray's mom, but she wasn't That's like so playing character, you know, but she's a good actress, so she was nice. Um and like and she had a baby named Radio. No, she had a baby named something else. Oh, well, that's not okay. Something else that's still not okay. Let's not name our children inanimate objects. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Anyhow. Wait, I love Gwyneth though. Libra. September Libra. Um, but I thought it was fine. But apparently, um, no one agreed with me, which is also normal, as we just said. But I realized I have to pare down the posts and just like pick the like absolute favorites because there was just too much content. I don't think anybody cared enough to look at everything, but People did. So next Sunday is the Emmys. I will be posting as well. I would say that um, companies or social media handles like Curvy Fashionista copied you because I just saw like a bunch of met looks with oh. good or bad. Like Oh, now people do it all the time. 
it's ridiculous. I used to do like before there were stories, I used to just do my collages of like my favorite like looks. And I would, I could only, cause it was like that layout thing. I could only do like up to like six or eight, I'd say. And so um, I feel like I should at least like pare it down back to like, here's like five or 10 that you can vote on. And here's like five or 10 that were my favorites. Cause sometimes when they are really good and I know people are going to vote wrong, I don't let them vote because I didn't let them vote on Amon because I was like, that shit was epic. And I know the young people won't get it because it's not Addison Rae or Kendall Jenner. I had to give Kendall Jenner number one and it really broke my soul, it was but so- it was such a good reference. I've watched, I watched My Fair Lady as a baby, well, baby, no, as a youth way too many times. It's a film that is so long. There's an intermission cue in the middle of the movie. Really? Yeah. And I would take that time to go to the bathroom and make more popcorn as a kid. (laughs) So it was really relevant, but uh, it's a great, perfect film. And uh, a little disrespectful, but what movie isn't nowadays? Okay. Was especially now people are especially was more in tuned, but we're doing better. Like half of the things on the office, I'm like, this could never fly now. But this show is so hilarious. Um, on my at my first full time job ever, uh, we it was literally like a combination of the office and Parks and Rec because it was like we worked for the government, and we had like the abilities of everybody in the office, and so we were doing some kind of like active shooter drill or like unwanted person on the premises drill. I don't know something about our safety. And we are in our like conference room, like sheltering in place. And someone's like, well, let's play Netflix while we're doing this. (laughs) Number one, number two. And I was like 23 or 20, no, 24 at the time. Um, I was the youngest person there by far. And they turn on Netflix and they're like, what should we watch? And I already know that all these older men are going to like say something wrong. So I was like, well, let's play the office. That's safe and family friendly for all. Right. Um, And it was like that first episode. And this was like 2015. So this was pre that election. And um, there was like a joke that Steve Carell made about Hillary Clinton, like, you know, being a dumb bitch or something hard. And all the men laughed in sincerity because you could tell they agreed Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so glad that if somebody comes in here to shoot us, I'm supposed to depend on all of you to be safe. L O L. So, you know, it truly, that show is a mess and it was made for people who are messes. We even had a moment that was like it where um, we were like talking about who had been trained on CPR or whatever. And like, we work in a hospital, we work in a research facility that's part of a hospital. And the trainer was like, so what do you do if someone collapses and looks like they're in cardiac arrest? And one of the employees who is a healthcare professional was like, I go find someone to go do CPR for them or to call 911. It's like, no, you are you supposed to be the person that does CPR and you are, you are 911, you dumbass. So um, that was a great formative experience where I spent four years at that, at that workplace. Because I also love The Office. I could watch it over and over and over. It is like a, a very background show. I'm it's more of a so Parks and Rec person. I mean, but... I love both. I, I equally love both. Right now I'm in the middle of re-watching Parks and Rec, actually. I've um, never watched it more than the first, like the one time through. I'm like worried I'll ruin it. 
I just recently watched the episode when Andy fell in the ditch and then mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. trying to get a park built over the ditch. So, oh yeah, it's pretty funny I... because Leslie Note falls in the ditch. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> a lot of my coworkers at my current job, like, so I have those pop Funko dolls and people have feelings about that, but I don't give a fuck. I have like my favorites and I have an April Ludgate one. And I swear whenever people come in and look at it, like I've had three people be like, I'm more of a Leslie Note. And I'm like, I can sense that. Please get away from me. That's how we like really bonded was on like sending each other April Ludgate references. That's fair. April Ludgate is truly one of the most seminal television characters of my lifetime. A queen. Because I can give you April energy, but I can also give you, like, Lorelai Gilmore energy. It really just depends on the day. There's somebody at my work who's six years younger than us, and he's watching Gilmore Girls for the first time, and his eyes are just, like, opened. Gilmore Girls is also a favorite that I can watch. Yeah, that one hits every time, and the humor holds up 20 years. Mm-hmm. And the clothes, low-key. Not everything, but, like... The two early 2000s are, like... Now it's a thing like again. And, yeah, like little purses and stuff. Yeah. I still can watch Girlfriends over and over again. I can watch Sex in the City over and over again. Oh, that's like my most unpopular take, but I think we've discussed this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we've just discussed it one-on-one. It's, I'm not into Sex in the City. I like the quotes. I like some of the quotes. But as a show, I just like... I just can't get through it. I don't know what it is, but I just... I don't relate at all for any reason. <laughs> and India's boyfriend just broke into her home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I also started Girlfriends for the first time, which is wild. Like last fall when I moved back, I was like playing it in the background when I was moving in. And I made it through the first season really quickly. And because Tracy Ellis Ross is so loved, I didn't realize like how problematic her character was. And so it was just like, oh no, she's a bad person. But I love everyone else. I love Tony. She's chaotic. I love Lynn. And obviously, as we always reference Amber, Amber is definitely a Lynn. And I am a self-decided Maya because she's just a perfect character who always has a conspiracy theory and who always has an answer for everything. Yeah, I love Maya. I mean, you definitely see aspects of all the characters from like Sex and City Girlfriends that is like... Yeah, everyone is like, there's like the same type. Like, I do not want to be that. (laughs) No, not at all. I hate though that even though I don't like that show, I know I'm a Carrie in all the bad ways too. It is what it is. Carries. Anyhow, a lot. Oh, she wasn't at the Met Gala. There is a god. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Ooh, not a not a hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> I just I can't. I am a looks. Carrie Bradshaw fan. I mean, a Sarah Jessica Parker fan, but I love Sarah Jessica Parker in First Wives Club. But I love everybody in First Wives Club. Tell me, you've seen this? Yes. Okay. And I, I, I haven't in a long time, so I need to revisit. But yes, I've seen First Wives Club. I have friends who like have only seen it for the first time in the past year. And I'm just like, so what did you do for the first 30? What was going on? (laughs) That is a perfect movie. 
Like, not me not getting that that woman killed herself at the beginning, though. I was like, oh, she must have just, like, died in the hospital somewhere. Like, I just thought she stood on the bench and then, like, got off the bench and, like, went back into her room and, like, died in her sleep. But, alas, they tackled a lot of serious issues. (sighs) But the finale. I mean, if we wanted to reference America, why didn't I get three women in white suits dancing to You Don't Own Me? down that red carpet (laughs) that's america that's the america i want to live in everybody anywho we have a lot to dig into so we're gonna talk about potomac that stays consistently perfect we have salt lake city just came back and that will be a regular follow-up because it is an inclusive cast and it's just the true classic messy trash drama that we began watching bravo for Mm -hmm. and below deck med is like heating up And then we'll do a touch of Bachelor in Paradise because I only watched the first 20 minutes, but it was like the exact 20 minutes I needed to watch. So only like one other thing really happened. The rest of the episode, I won't tell you, but sorry, (laughs) I'm like really not trying to be that on edge, but you know, I love to be spoiler free, but the most important part happened. So in Potomac, our home region, if you haven't heard us say it a thousand times, we're from the same area. Um, we have Mia talking about how she's going to have a goddess lunch. And I felt like that would resonate with you and I in particular very much. Cause we love that shit. Mm-hmm. We love like, sur- despite the way I just spoke, we love like serenity and we love like butterflies and we love spirituality and we love like cleansing our souls, like all that stuff. Very much tapping into our, our goddess energy. Yeah. And so I was very down with that idea. And then we jumped to Miss Huger filming her um, tourism for Surrey County in places that aren't Surrey County. And the way the editors just like have used all of their liberties with that lower third. And it just says like, not a depiction of Surrey County. So many times, so many times. Producers are so shady. It was very, to me, that scene was very classic housewives where it's like, they're trying to be like, I'm making a moment, but it's also like, you look so ridiculous. Yeah. This is the most absurd thing you've ever done. It was perfect. And then, um, I was just like, why wasn't there a script? Like we're really letting Karen Huber improvise. And we're really just telling her what to say before she needs to say it because farmer Joe's into Trader Joe's, I mean, Trader Joe's into farmer Joe's. I mean, you know what I mean? Instead of farmer Joe, she said trader Joe's. Farm to trader, farmer to trader. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a mess. And they, um, she was doing like a lot of like, I love it here. There's birds and clouds and Joe's and like she, I mean, it's the way we're talking on here, but we're having a conversation. Like you can't just talk like you're talking to your friend in a commercial. That perfect In that disorganized way. When that lady was like, okay, just be a little bit more, you know, happy. She was like, hi. <laughs> I know. She like literally just started bouncing in her seat. She's like, hi. Mm, I don't care. But, but, too much. But, but. So was that too much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hi I took mean, me out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, that, those jobs, I mean, like, that's why we're not performers. Like it is like, it crushes your soul. Cause someone's already telling you like, no, not enough. No, too much. No, you're ugly. Like, yeah. Like it's just a lot to begin with which is why it could not be me um I loved when wherever she almost fell like she was doing oh when she was climbing up to go on the slide and that lady was like be careful Karen 
be careful, Karen. I was like, Karen, you're not insured. <laughs> That's what she's telling you. Basically, Karen, you will pay for whatever injury you sustain filming your commercial <laughs> while you're not in Surrey County. It was a mess. And then we go to like Giselle talking to her daughters about the relationship or lack thereof with their father. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. They were a little harsh on her about the Spanish because I understood her when she said it the first time and she said, Ven acá. I was like, oh, all right, Giselle. Giselle can come down to my island. I would welcome her. Um, <laughs> I was like, her Spanish is not as bad as that Versace betting because that shit was ugly. I mean, I Giselle love her. Why she's so tacky? She has. She's a persona of. Also, buying, why do people love buying, the Versace print so much? Yeah, but it's just like buying expensive things that are tacky and just yeah. buying them because they're expensive. They're like, hideous. People love the Versace print, and I just don't get it. That Gucci, like one Gucci headband she was wearing, I was like, eh, wow. oh yeah. But people like think she's had is those Tom Fours when she was because last season they had the um or last below deck season they had the Versace inflatable ring. You know, you just see people in like those shirts with the print too. They'll just have anything with that. It's like having the Louis Vuitton suitcases. Like people will just put that print on anything, and I just look stupid as hell. I have a the Louis a Louis never well Louis items. Well, you you are entitled to but i'm just saying you probably like the you choose the right items yeah you know what i'm saying nothing just timeless there's a the bitch talking on this mic doesn't even have the money for any of that so i can make a lot of comments and then when i get a couple dollars wait till you guys see the shit i buy but it won't be for like another 10 years so don't worry everybody like i said there's a fine line between timeless and tacky correct um but yeah she talks to her kids and they're talking about like you know this is clearly over but it's fine blah blah um i think she i think people really like underrate what a good mother she is Mm -hmm. because she's always like 100 with them she's always very direct and i mean you gotta be with a dad like that too i mean the way he's always acting out you have to be like hey it is what it is (laughs) like this was a situation these are the steps we've taken Right. And I do think like they do have a good co-parenting relationship, however that looks, you know, as in like with each other, I've, obviously she parents them probably 99% of the time, but at least like they have a good relationship in terms of like relating to one another. They and then can we got, co-parent like, a, civilly. Yeah. And then we got a like blip of like a waste of a scene to me of like Candace coming home sulking because she's in the fight with Chris and then he's sulking, drinking like scotch or something. And then they both like, just like dopely apologize to one another. And then they both started crying. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, I didn't even, I can't be in this relationship. <laughs> like, yeah, they're I didn't just even... so high and so low. I wrote nothing about that. So uh, clearly I felt the same. Well, I just wrote one bullet point and it says not candy and Chris both crying. <laughs> Cause I just thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, Cause she's like, He's like, you're going to make me cry, but I don't, I don't know what he said. But I'm a man. I don't cry. Right. It's like, oh God, please. Yeah. It was lots of like filler scenes. Cause then we have Wendy um, and her family. I mean, an important scene too, where like her kids talk to them about, well, they talk to their kids about police brutality and about systemic racism and like a very condensed digestible Mm -hmm. three minute segment, but a very real 
always, but clearly lately in the times that we're in. Um, right. And it was like a very ha- ended on a happy note with their son saying like, I want to be like the next MLK Jr. And just like keep moving people forward to see no one as a threat because of the color of their skin. So, know, so cute. you know, those tiny children, they pull at your heartstrings with their innocence and their big eyes. I know. So cute. Little baby Wendy's. They're so precious. Well, <laughs> hopefully they're more Zen than her when they grow to be. Yeah. Zen adults. Yeah, I don't know their names, but zen children and just also <laughs> children. how important it is that kids got exercise during covid because the lack of <laughs> pe and exercise Come on, i mean campaign yes i mean that affected everyone but kids- but they looked like they had never been in that backyard until that day i'm not gonna lie i feel like they didn't even the they park. were like what is all this green stuff out here Oh, they definitely like, chose they a different scenery. Confused. They're like, we're filming. We're yeah. going somewhere nice. Not where there are, are grass patches missing and mud <laughs> ponds. We're going to the best and place. mud. The <laughs> South came out. And mud. mud. <laughs> we ain't going mudding. Oh, my God. Also, Floribama Shore comes back tomorrow. Our really? other fave. We might have... We may have to do like a five minute segment on them every time. You've got to be shitting me. They're coming back? Even Nilsa? cast picture i thought they had gotten rid of jeremiah but he ends up on there too i was Wait, hoping so nilsa's on there too i really mean yeah i think she probably has the little baby on there she took the baby to she surely did i don't know where they went they went somewhere else like they did like last season where they went somewhere also as a heads up it says my internet connection's unstable because i share communal internet with my building so a warning if we get broken up like we did last week but we should uh be fine it's but they go somewhere there but... i think they go more to like the south like i think they do more of the alabama no no i think they go to charleston girl i don't know but they're the show is filming they're making it work they didn't go hilarious. too far away from because nosa lives in atlanta yeah so maybe they did it like atlanta or south carolina or something so that she could be close and like bring the baby i can't i mean wait. they've done worse wow the best news you've delivered me the best news today I know. Again, embarrassment of riches. This is the week that shit is hot. The block is hot for pop culture. (laughs) Oh, Lord. And then we had a moment of Ash and Karen hanging out, which was a waste also. Except for uh, we just realized that Ashley's children can detect the devil because they're both scared of Karen. So that was a great moment where all of them cry whenever they see her. And uh, What's her name? Karen wants to be called Diamonds if she becomes a grandma. And let me tell you something. Why can't we just say grandma? Why does everybody gotta have a name now? GG and Pop Pop. I like I love GG and Pop Pop. And my my niece is called. Yeah, let me not come for Pop Pop. That's like more traditional. Oh, I love Pop Pop. A lot of people are doing the GG. A lot of people are doing Mimi. I love GG. I don't glamma's ridiculous but you know like the names just keep getting stupider and stupider i think my mom tried to tell me a name for me and i was like number one don't hold your breath number two like sorry sis you're gonna be abuela you're like you're gonna be the only one left probably of the culture so you're gonna have to take up that name hell i might call my dad abuelo even though he's white as hell (laughs) 
he might just have to take take one for the team because we right. gotta keep the, we gotta keep the children speaking Spanish. Okay. My dad also came to tell me this weekend that he said he doesn't speak Spanish fluently, and I was like, "So you had twenty five years the first time, and then he lived there with my grandparents, like with his in laws for a job. He still doesn't speak for like." two years full-time and he was speaking it because he had to and then he just dropped that shit like a hot potato so i said you had chances you made a choice he can understand a lot though yeah because i was talking to somebody oh i was talking like we'll call when we're together we called my mom on speakerphone and i was talking all the smack with her and he knew every moment like he was chiming in too and i was like "Mm -hmm. you know you know when the voice changes Oh my God. I also had to, I had to switch it up too. I was at a restaurant. I don't always like to speak in Spanish at like a Mexican restaurant or a Latin American food restaurant because it's like, I don't know. It it can come, people can misperceive. Right. Yeah. And so I was, I didn't at first. And then I was asking, cause you know how in the pandemic people like can order cocktails to go in certain States Mm -hmm. and all that. Well, I asked for not even a full cocktail, um, my grandmother, she can't leave her house anymore. So I, um, she said, God, I used to love a margarita, but I can't drink alcohol anymore. Cause she's, you know, a certain age, she takes medicine, all stuff. She goes, but please go drink one for me. So my dad said, why don't we bring her a virgin one home so that she has that experience. So I asked the guy like very politely and I'm like, hi, um, can I like have a, um, virgin margarita to go? And he's like, what and i'm like you know like a margarita with no alcohol in a to-go cup and he's like um what and then i had to just flip the switch drake style in espanol y le tuve que pedir por una margarita sin tequila para mi abuelita and then my friend all of a sudden knew what was up and did what i told him (laughs) i was like was that so hard sir can you please give me some good margaritas to take home? And I'm sure also it's just confusing to people for anyone to want a margarita that had no tequila in it. I think that's what twisted him up the most, to be honest. It was probably a mixture of the two. And then when he spoke in, in Espanol, he was like, oh, she's serious. Yeah. So I was like, like I'm not fucking around coming, today. Coming to like I know, I know. And you know, I give that mom energy too. <laughs> I give that fire auntie energy. I'm like, do you want to be in trouble tonight? Do you need to clean the house? No, no, no. Oh, I can't be somebody's mom. I'll be so mean. <laughs> I will have my kids just fixing everything behind me. I'll be like, mom can't cook today. You know how to put chicken tenders in the oven? Cool. Don't burn your hands. There's mittens somewhere. Go ask your dad. Our parents are like, hey, wh- whatever his name is. And he comes from the room and it's like, can you pass me the remote? And it's like on the table. <laughs> like... <laughs> My mom used to have to warn other kids when I was little about that. They're like, don't just do what Ruby tells you because she's lazy. Like, just don't give in to her because I have no shame. I would I would do that. I'd be like, hey, can you give me that Pepsi? And it's like just across the way in the room. I'm like, but they're right there. Why are we why are we fighting matter and energy? Right. Like if the person is crossing my path and the Pepsi is in their path. Come on now. We're losing people. Let me go back to this show. So <laughs> there's Is a little bit of Ashley and Karen. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, also, I wrote a bullet point on here. Why is Karen obsessed with talking about Giselle's fat vagina? 
is fat vagina a reference that I don't understand as someone who opts out of being in relationships quite often? Like, I thought that it was a good thing. So I don't know why she's talking. I mean, I think she's like, is it swollen? Like, is she just saying she's overweight? Like, is it like the way Candace said that Ashley has a wide body? Giselle has a wide vagina on the outside, like the muscle. It just sounds good, like what Candace said. Like, I think I she just likes it. to say it because she thinks she's going to get a reaction out of people when she says yeah. it. But the only reaction I get is, what does that mean? And why do you keep it's mentioning like the same thing? What are you saying? Yeah. And also, like, if you talk about somebody else's vagina too much, you're too interested, yeah. man, woman, or otherwise. Okay. What else filler was there? Oh, and then Robin saw her life coach. I didn't have much to think about it besides it was nice that it was another black woman because again like when you have therapists or coaches or other things it's pretty good to have someone with whom you identify to give yeah. you advice i just hope because she it'd be different past her fears which i mean is a heavy fear but i just hope she gets past it but i had nothing else to say besides that filler yeah. this whole this whole episode was filler mostly until the end yeah up until like that last third where we get to the goddess lunch and they're like at a little park somewhere by like a creek or a river somewhere and like a little gazebo but it was very cute the way they set it up i wrote wendy finally looks appropriate for the event (laughs) because she looked really good (laughs) again she has great fashions most of those were wasted on williamsburg virginia and we can say that as people who lived there and wore target clothing for four years uh, we did not wear a Versace in Williamsburg, Virginia. Maybe people did, but we weren't with them. Those were no. the other kids. Anywho, Scala had like her Ethiopian cultural clothes, which were really dope. So I liked that. Ashley and Giselle, they were there with clothes on. No comments. Um, the usual. It's like you all like the the outfit wasn't terrible, but the pattern was terrible. I'm like, Giselle just does this on purpose. Just resist pattern in life a lot too because it's just so hard to not look raggedy in them because sometimes it just comes off looking so right like i'm going to a baby shower and we all use like the same lip balm or something you know what i mean like it just comes off so just wasn't i'm just like it doesn't mm. make any sense um yeah candace's wig was awful robin looked good but wrong dress for the wrong <laughs> occasion Candace gave me like Cheryl Lee Ralph energy with the wig. They were like, <laughs> like who's that? who is that? Who's coming up here? It's like, oh, it's Candace. <laughs> they were like, is there a new cast member mid-season? Like, are we not interesting enough? Who's that? Whose friend is that? And I was like, oh, that's our friend. Because <laughs> she has never hit us with the short wig. She's no, never given us a pixie. But it was shaped weird. I think like she's just too young for that. Like she's not Halle Berry. <laughs> I read an article where Halle Berry talks about like getting that haircut to differentiate herself, but like Halle Berry can do that. Yeah, and her face, like you have to have the face for it. Like my mom, when she cut her hair in college, like she had the face for it and yeah. the right style. Like her hair could work short if she didn't have that wig. That wig was like planted <gasps> down on her head like a little boy, a little choir boy. It was, it surely was. It was giving us <laughs> altar boy singing in the gospel choir, <laughs> baritone energy. It was just not for you, Candace. It wasn't a good one. She was like, Chris liked it. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Enough. Yeah, I wrote the same thing. Robin's pretty, but not not same outfit, whatever. I, You can tell when I'm getting tired writing this because the words are not laced together. <laughs> um, 
And then when they were talking about the music video, because everyone's like, oh, the hair. And she's like, it's for the video. And then Giselle was like, because she was like, you're all invited. And Giselle was like, are we all invited? And she goes, yes. And then Giselle was like, but she wasn't invited and pointed at Ashley. And it took me out the way. First of all, the fact that they sat Candace and Ashley in front of each other and they sat Giselle and Karen in Mm -hmm. front of each other. But when Candace and Ashley looked at the same time and they both said, like, we respect each other's space. Yeah. I like that. Again, let's not invite everyone because it's not always contractually obligated. <laughs> like, exactly. And but just know when you don't like someone. They were like someone. in unison about mm-hmm. both being okay with actually not going. <laughs> and I think if they actually made up and were able to be like friends, I think they'd actually be a good like duo on the show. Because they'd they're be around chaos. the same age. They'd be chaos. Sagittarius together. and Gemini. Messy. They'd be messy together, but they'd actually, you know, be loyal to each other. Oh, yeah. And I think they'd be, they'd be unstoppable. a version. Yeah. They, it would be crazy. If you ever listen to and this, then, just know we're rooting for you guys to eventually be friends. <laughs> we're rooting for you guys to join Forest. And they're like the exact same age nearly. So it's like y'all have things mm-hmm. in common. Um, I love, well, their husbands don't get along. So I don't think that'll ever happen because we're still waiting for whatever that they're going to have that fight later so it'll be perfect but um candace said everybody come dressed in fast and furious chic i'm already dying in anticipation of how every single member of this cast interprets that because that's also a raggedy like dress code only to be made more raggedy by most of them but yeah (sighs) i don't predict that going well and then they did their little compliments game it's like not you know um, Mia was giving us a little bit of Farina energy, but she was actually sincere. She was like, say something nice about everybody. Her summer and I love game. that everyone did it and we get to Giselle and she absolutely just skips the game. <laughs> like she's like, right. I have nothing nice to say about Karen and I will not say anything nice. Whew. And then they did like a little, like some of these conversations aren't fruitful because they're just like, they become so abstract because it's not what it's about. And so like, Giselle kind of apologized to Wendy and Wendy said some of that, like, I hear this, I receive this. I feel like we should tell listeners who like aren't around people of color a lot. Like, I know this is embarrassing to say, but like, how do we define I hear this versus I receive this? If you heard, if somebody said that to you, what does that mean to you? I hear this. Like, I don't agree like but I, I but I listen but <laughs> like, I listen I <laughs> but then it. if you receive it you're more accepting like you're, you're absorbing it but I still don't think you're 100% I think you're like I receive that but yeah because then they literally have to say okay, accept. Like, I, I agree I accept you I understand yeah. yeah yeah I hear you comes before I receive this like I yeah. hear this is like I'm acknowledging Levels. that you spoke but I absolutely stand my ground and then mm-hmm. I receive this is like I'm going to take it in and I'm going to think about it, but I'm not right. there yet. And then we may get somewhere. Not everybody hears those phrases all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we did go to like Giselle and Miss Karen. And then Karen finally admitted that she could understand that the, how Giselle's kids were hurt by this statement. Like, why did it because so like, cause Karen's argument about like her kids being hurt by Giselle quote, wishing death upon Ray, which is not what happened. Um, 
she could understand, she had that perception, but she couldn't understand for months and years when she literally said like your relationships in your phone and he has a bunch of other children by other women is cheating on you. She couldn't understand till now that that would hurt her children is beyond to me. Also, I don't know how to make these Apple notifications go away on my computer because I barely know how to turn this computer on to join the Zoom. So I apologize for the beeps. And then they kind of like called the truce, did their clean slate. No one believes it, of course. Um, I love that Candace acknowledged that Giselle had a breakthrough. Like Giselle doesn't ever say she's hurt. Oh, yes, yes. Candace is like, the thing about Candace is like, as long as she doesn't hate them with every fiber of her soul, okay, Ashley, she actually will be pretty objective and be like, Mm -hmm. that was wrong, this is okay. And so like, she did something that none of the other women give Giselle the grace on where like, Giselle holds a lot in, she doesn't react when people come for her. Like, she really does like, protect a lot. And because she probably is a more, more sensitive person than people think. And so um, I do like that she kind of acknowledged that and defended her in that capacity. Right. Because it's like, yeah, it's easy to make people feel sorry for you if you're going to be a fucking crybaby all the time and be like, I was hurt. But if you're the strong person, like you don't get that defense as much because you're not reacting. So people think that you don't care or that, you know, you don't need anybody to be on your side. Right. So Ugh, this You were right. was a little bore, but... They yeah, still do uh, just bore. Yeah, my my favorite part at the end was like they were like, so we've solved Giselle and Karen, Candace and Ashley. How do we feel? And they they're like, do you guys want to hug? Oh no, they asked. My bad, my bad. They asked Giselle and Karen if they wanted to hug, and they said no, not today. <laughs> and they also did it like in unison. Ash, oh, this is why I wrote it because Ashley said to them because Ashley's a messy bitch. She exactly. was like, a hug, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> you gotta love her. Ashley Bolch Darby, always earning her paycheck for right. her, Dean and Dylan. And then we got the preview for next week that Michael wants to go into the movie business. And I swear, Uncle, what's his name? Uncle Chunk? Uncle, uh. Uncle. It's something uh. ridiculous. We'll find out next week. I'm gonna call him Uncle Chunk for now. But he was like, um, he truly almost dropped his coffee mug. And I was just like, I mean, Harvey Weinstein left a gap in the business and Michael just wants to fill it going on after it. I thought the same thing. I'm like, just another avenue for him to be lecherous. And then Wendy still doesn't know how much her candles cost. And Miss Dorothy returns next week. I can't wait. Can't wait for Dobbs to fill the scene. Astrology sign is. I feel like it could be something like a Taurus Capricorn, like something stubborn. She's so a lot. We we just need to go deep dive into Candace's account because I'm sure she's wished yeah. her a happy birthday one for sure. All right. And then we had Salt Lake City, which you're going to have to like walk me through. I mean, I feel like I can remember the episode, but I just didn't take notes because so I was just so excited. Yeah. And like there was just so much. So why don't you like intro us to where it began? I think it was with Jen and Lisa. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, this is at Jenny's I'll remember once you jog my memory, but yeah. I was in a, you know, I was sick, and then we had all this red carpet stuff. So, you know, Miss Ruby has not been sleeping and therefore did not take the notes. I feel it. So, yeah, we're at Jen's new house. 
Still has like the very cabin feel. Still leased. And I'm just like releasing another house. Like, you know. It's because they don't live there. They don't. Where does, where do they live? I don't know. But it's like, um, remember that was the drama with season one was like, none of them were really from Salt Lake City besides like Heather and Whitney and maybe like Lisa. Like they all were like. They lived in, like, Park City, which is 45 minutes away. Oh. And that's, like, where they had all the chalets and stuff. Um, and they, like you said, they're renting. Because, like, Meredith's really from fucking Ohio. And she's trying to act like she's a Salt Lake City housewife. Anyway, But isn't sorry. Jen from Park? I think her family's from, like, Salt Lake City. Well, well, yeah. Like, her husband, like, works at University of Utah. Don't quote me on what part of the state that's in. But I feel like it's probably, like, its own town, too. Hmm. So I'm just like, Elisa so much. But she has yeah. another assist, or she has all these assistants, and I just wonder why she doesn't have free interns like Sonia Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa comes over, which is interesting, and I'm like, okay, they're friendly, they're friends. Obviously, from the reunion, we knew that Lisa had supported Jen the most, which was shocking because Heather. That um, reunion, by the way, like twisted my opinion of everybody that I yeah. had before, because I loathed lisa with a fiery burning passion that whole season and then in the reunion i was team lisa and i loved whitney i loved whitney and heather in the season and then i hated them in the reunion and then also it came out that like whitney's bff and circle were like at the insurrection on the capitol so you know really you are who you're friends with oh yeah i'll send you that later Oh it was gosh. that girl who showed up in the first episode where she started wishing Jen a happy birthday on the first season. And they're like, baby, it's not her birthday. It's Meredith's birthday. And she was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. That girl was at the insurrection. So, you know, classy peeps. Anyhow. Classy. Very classy. Anyway, so, yeah, she just shows Lisa around the house. She shows her her closet. And I'm like, yeeks. It was giving Erica Jane. They were doing yeah. a lot of like, let's show them how much money they have from scamming poor people. Exactly. Like the shade of these producers. Um, she's just, and then her sh- talking about her husband and their troubles and all the flashback pictures. I'm like, pictures. I'm like, she's had so much plastic surgery. Yeah, I didn't know this until like, so, so a lot of my coworkers are from Utah because like that's where our program originated. Um, and they moved here for specific reasons. And um, they were like, no, people are obsessed with plastic surgery there because, especially Mormons, because it's like that all part of that attempt to attain perfection. Like, so they want to look perfect too. Oof. For Jesus, obviously. Um, Looking perfect for Jesus. But Jen looked, I thought she looked cute with her first three faces. So I then know. it was like, she looked better with her first faces than she does now, to be honest. It's a lot of filler. I mean, I think at least she can get the you know filler can be dissolved so she can go back to looking the way that she used to relatively i think she had a nose job um terribly done nose job but nose job nonetheless i think that she can go back to looking somewhat like her old self if she were to dissolve the fillers in her cheeks and her chin um well it's like her heather and meredith honestly all look like pop funko dolls like it's just like block head and like if they didn't have different colored hair we wouldn't know who was who oh awful it's so bad. But yeah, wow. the, it was like Jen and Lisa are friends. Lisa's doing lots of like benefit of the doubt. And um, and again, like it was interesting because like they said like, okay, y'all weren't that close before the show, but now you are. And 
Um, but I feel like they have a similar energy. Like, I don't really know how to explain it, but it seems like it just makes sense that they're friends. Yeah, I mean, they um, were friends the first season, but it's, like, Jen's only friend at the moment. So I think that also makes a difference because it's like, why would you open up with true, true. Lisa? Typically, you will open up with Heather, but obviously we know that, you know, Heather and Jen. Yeah, they haven't like, spoken yet. Yeah. Right. Um, and then not yeah, was sad that was talking jail about... comment. Oof. I mean, foreshadowing. She must have known something if she was already saying that. Because she said, I'd go to jail for you, is what she said first. And then she said, I haven't gone to jail yet. Hit us with that yet. You are manifesting. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. I can't. Um, she knew. something. She must have been like, Stu Chains must have said something to her and said like, oh, Jen, we got we to gotta clean things up because somebody's asking questions. Because no one gets completely caught people. off guard. We scammed the wrong old person. It's coming for us. They scammed, Tom Girardi. They, they scammed Tom Girardi and his Alzheimer's kicked out. And he was like, wait a minute, this is against the law. <laughs> and then tried to take the energy off Erica. That's exactly <laughs> all what happened. It happened at the same time. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I also found it like kind of weird how like um, she had the same thing where like, so she's not divorcing Coach Shaw, but she's like talking to us about like relationship troubles much like erica did when all this began brewing yeah. too so i don't know yeah it's a it's it's got like really weird parallels already yeah and it seems like i mean i think that might be because of how the show is produced because it's clear you know they probably tell them like okay talk about like updates in your life and yada 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 and it's like they yeah. choose to keep those parts that Make them I'm concerned worse. that their marriage is definitely not going to survive this show. Oh, no. I've heard he that so, he was going to... Well, she said they almost divorced, but I heard that was the tea. Yeah, because it very much seems like he... Like, and not in, like, a malicious way, but it's like a Juan Dixon where, like, he just doesn't have interest in this series. And it's like, if this is something you want to do, I support you, but I don't want to be a part of it, really. Yeah. And he seems so sweet with her family. I might be jumping, but well, I just don't does. remember the order of stuff. But, like, they did, like, yeah. the hangout with her mom and stuff. And um, it was, like, nice to see all of her family together. And uh, nobody looked like her because her face is so jacked know, up like, now. What does she look like? <laughs> like, nobody in that whole house. But her husband and her kids seem so sweet. So it makes me sad that she's like this. Yeah. Anywho, what was the next scene? <laughs> um, we were at Meredith's house, and I'm like, she got a new house too, and I'm like, is that a rental in Park City? Is that that a definitely too? has to be a rental, most likely. Um, That's way too nice for her to be to have. Okay. So nice. But it was beautiful. Beautiful. I'm like, in oh the my middle gosh, of nowhere. And Heather came over in her ski outfit, so I'm like, Heather was skiing and just. I don't know if she came from the lift or what. She's like, hey, I just came to stop by. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right. Also interesting to see you in the beginning. At oh, yeah. House. It's like, like a switcheroo. Yeah. It's like nobody's loyal to their friends on this show, which makes for great housewives. FYI. Yeah, this is giving me like, this is giving me like OC golden years energy, like seasons like four through eight, where like everybody betrayed everybody constantly. So I really enjoyed it. But yeah, Meredith and Heather. Heather... I turned on her so hard at that reunion. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have forgotten, but I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten. 
And so, and now that I know that she's a cancer, I look at her through a whole different lens. She is. Yeah, it shows everywhere. But um, yeah, she just like is very happy to like have Meredith's seal of approval because Mm -hmm. to her, it's not even about Jen. It's about sticking it to Lisa because she's never going to get over the fact that Lisa doesn't give a fuck about her. So now she just wants to insert herself. Because I rewatched that um, series premiere, that episode one, like when it was on TV on a rerun a couple weeks ago. And like the way that Lisa had no interest in saying hi to Heather and Heather kept placing herself in places in front of Lisa to try to say hi to her. It's like, why are we so desperate? And What's I think the she big just deal? wants to be included. Like, I think if I can psychologically analyze her a little bit, that like maybe she wasn't so popular and she's felt like she was left out of a lot of things. And so she feels oh, like yeah. Meredith and Lisa in Park City are like a part of the cool the crowd. Cool and so is Jen, but she's, you know, and she tries to be a part of that group, but they don't really mm-hmm. accept her as much as she would like to be. So she tries oh, yeah. to like pin or like when one is pinned against the other, she's like, mm-hmm, like, great. Like, cause then the one hang out with me, but then it's like, when they're going to be fine, you're just going to be left out. So, oh yeah. Sorry if you ever listened to this and I was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry for my accuracy. <laughs> Damn, the true roast. But yeah, so she's very excited about being Meredith's quote friend. I don't know what Meredith was wearing in this scene, but what always throws me off with Meredith in her confessionals and like at the end of this episode is like the way she always has her boobs out because she seems very like conservative yeah. personally. And I mean, she's from Ohio. And again, we're not here to police women's bodies or wardrobe choices, but they're just always very aggressively out there. And they look very big, but I feel like she always like tapes them very yeah. flat down. Or and has, so like, it just kind of looks like really like the sides. It just makes them look really like flat and long versus like I feel like they should be a little more up, you know, like a little more perky. Also, Everyone can't see this, but I just like demonstrated all of that to India on camera. I got a full with, full view with my a plus boob <laughs> it was you. really it was lovely it was a great yeah. time um 10 out of 10 recommend um anywho tell me so what yeah. they said um i mean they were anything nothing that interesting mark was talking about or she was talking about how mark was going to be the 50 percent of the time almost and so i'm like okay okay that's a step in the future mm. we'll see how that goes um nothing really much this was like a good first episode but it was also like a filler episode because we obviously know that more things transpire throughout the season and so this was like an intro episode it was like a yeah reestablishing everybody yeah it was like um an intro of a book almost not really giving you that much and you just are anticipating like the plot of the book because you read the like the prologue or the prologue and you're like this is gonna be or yeah you read what the book was about you're like this is gonna be a great book and the prologue is just like and you're like all right get to the juicy stuff (laughs) they live in a house there's five of them yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. whack um exposition if you will i would say whitney's scene was probably one of my favorites because drunk whitney is hilarious also the fact that her stepsons there's like a five to ten year age difference depending on which one of them it is because she's 34 (laughs) One of them is 26, one of them is 29, and then one of them is somewhere else in the in the mid-20s. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And Wild. she's like, yeah, I'm closer to age than I am to my husband. 
um, how much they drank. And Whitney and the cake, I cackled. Like, the first time, she dropped the cake on the floor, and it fell on the bottom of it. So she tries to pick it up, and she's like, all right, I can just still serve this. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, ew, you're nasty. Like, that cake <laughs> fell on the floor. It fell against the door and then on the floor. Yes, it landed on the bottom, and there's a thing on the bottom of it, you know, like one of those... Yeah, one the of those cardboard of the carpet, things. you nasty. One of those cardboard things is on the bottom, and it landed Dirty. on the floor. But I'm like, it fell into the door, like, ew. So she's like, okay. It's like halfway. And we were in a She's pandemic like, when they're filming Ew. this. Oh, and you guys don't take off your shoes in the house. You, oh, correct. Correct. I'm, Ew. I get real, like when I have like a party, I won't say it. I'll just whiffer the minute everybody leaves. But like, if it's just one person over, I'm like, I you see that long ass hallway? And I'm like, leave the shoes there. Put your shoes on my carpet. Like, cause then I have to deep clean it. And I don't want to do that right now. Take your shoes off. Gotta condition door. it. Yep. It's a whole but, situation. Yeah, so she drops it the first time, picks it up, and then she drops it again. And this time, it falls on. Wait, I think she dropped it three times. The second time I only she saw the first it, one. The second time, or maybe she dropped it twice. The second time she drops I, I mean, it, I mean, I was, I've been out of it, so and it fell on. It's you. like on the face of it because I'm like, that's what you get, you nasty, for trying to <laughs> to serve a cake that fell on the floor. Yeah. Also, shout out to India and I. We have taken turns yawning throughout this oh, whole episode yeah. because we're old as shit. Life is real, okay? And we're, yeah. we're here to give you content and we're being consistent. And that's what... That's we are it. doing a ritual yeah. recording for you. Well, uh, I'm glad that it fell again because that's disgusting. Yeah, I was like, God But I was you. weak because like, we've all had that moment. Where you're too drunk. I, she's just like, oh, fuck. It was just so weird, though, watching her do the, like, uh, tequila shot with the boys and, like, her husband just watching them as if it's his all his children, including I know. her. I'm like, hmm. And you know those boys have a crush on her. Like, you know, they were just like, how did dad bag this? Like, yeah. that's who I should be with. Like, there's definitely some weird shit going on because it's also Utah. Hmm. You know, yeah, they I'm feel like, some type of way about it. I just don't know if I could have stepchildren that are my age. If you weren't with John, I would say, sure, you could. But then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Capricorn shade, Capricorn shade. Can't say you're wrong but, there, but um. But luckily, you have a kind lover. I've chosen so the fine. youngest of the pack. <laughs> I mean, it happens like that sometimes. Yeah, and you know, you you find the the best people in the most odd ways. <laughs> in the places or you it, weren't seeking. In the places you weren't seeking, I'll say that not odd ways, but when you weren't looking, the right person comes it, along, and nothing like you imagined. As my personal god, Rihanna once said, we found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> oh, I the cracked theme. myself up. The Who theme. needs somebody else? <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so they did the Whitney scene. And then I think the first group scene was, um, it was like Whitney, Heather, Meredith, and Mary Cosby. The perfect person <laughs> in an igloo together eating no you miss mary's podcast when she interrupted oh yeah while he was praying and like no sorry i was at church long. i thought that was me making my personal choices yeah yeah, She's yeah like yeah. no your prayer was too long like do a prayer like this she like really cut him off and made prayer i'm like <laughs> and then her talking about the weed like i smoked she has no i smoked a blunt, blunt before they were all like oh we smoked weed before i'm like oh wow the content the I way needed. she said that though you could tell yeah she was like, you hold it like this. And, and I was like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> what are 
reenactments of 1973. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think she's younger than that. But still, it was like, it was hilarious. But I was like, oh, I mean, Maybe I respect more admitting it. Yeah, I, I expect, I respect people who are honest about their lives versus like when people are really religious and they're like, yeah. oh, I have never cursed. I was like, girl, where were you yesterday? I heard that. So I forgot about Mary and her podcast. And maybe she'll podcast and pot. Podcast and pot. And okay. Jenny and her family. Was that before the igloo? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Because Meredith, no, Lisa went over to Jenny's house and such yeah. a cute little family. I mean, not little. There's like yeah, they seem really cute. I screamed when that little girl was like, it's not called Bajan Bajan or Bajan. It's called Asian because she said right. she didn't get any bees. I was like, right. oh, all right. Um, it was so <laughs> weird, though, when Lisa was like, Jenny, tell my kids what happened to you so that they're great. Right. In the, in the Vietnam War. I was like, like I was like, Lisa, stop. And then like when they were okay, talking about producer. Like, <laughs> I know. And then when they were talking about like being the refugee camp, she was like, wow, I love that. <laughs> You know, she's always saying, like, I love this. I love that. She's like, wow, that's so cool. It's like, ma'am, I know you're trying to be supportive, but you need to learn more phrases because that is not right. what you should be saying. Right. And then her and saying then- her husband looked good from the, <laughs> from the neck down. I'm like, <laughs> the truth. I respect the truth. But it was cute how she felt like she met through her sister-in-law and that she was like a little makeup artist and he was like a responsible person. I can only hope that for myself. Um, we shall see. <laughs> you are a responsible person. I know, but I'm just saying I want somebody more responsible than me. Oh, I don't yeah. want to be. I don't want to be the responsible one. Would you like responsible to the age of having stepkids that are in their twenties? Is this a real or is this a hypothetical? Hypothetically. Sorry, um, I don't know any old men. If I don't have to talk to them too much, I mean, if they're interesting. <laughs> That's what I don't have to talk to them too much. <laughs> I pull a Candace. I'd be like, Naya, Nala, whatever that girl's name is. <laughs> Hi, Angel. Nebraska, go sit over there. <laughs> Hi, Angel. Yeah, I mean, if the angels as long as they're eat. cordial. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I feel like. I'd be fine as long as they're not like putting frogs in my chairs and stuff. You know, you know sometimes what I mean? not frogs in the chairs. That's that's a sound of music reference. I really need to oh. like get up on today's pop culture. I thought he's all that was my move. <laughs> I mean, I love a sound of music. I haven't seen that in forever either. But you know, you just meet love in the oddest place, not in the most unlikely place. Oh yeah. When you oh yeah, I'm not like it. so. I, I will say okay, never say never. I have like the only quote rule that I have as someone who did not write the rule books on paradise um, foreshadowing to later. Um, my only rule is that they not be, and this may rule that out is that I prefer they not be closer to my parents' age than my age. Yeah. Because then I just feel like there's like a mental divide and also like a generational so, gap. Well, also sure. it's, so I'm very close to my parents, but we're also very competitive people, all three of us. And so like, I can't have someone that's going to agree with them more than they'll agree with me. Yeah. They may still agree with them more than they agree with me if they're my age, because most of my friends like my parents more than me once they meet them. But <laughs> I want to limit that possibility as much as possible. So yeah, I got 12 years. You can be, as of this year, you can be 43 years old and below. 
I like and it. And I'm out here. I imagine you're, picture it. You're in the elevator of some swanky, like, brunch place that you and your friends just decided to go to. Or the elevator of, like, maybe you needed to drop off some, like, DNA samples. I don't know. I forget what you do. Wow. <laughs> Come for my job in the swanky academic building from 1947. <laughs> no, you had to go somewhere else. They are like, they like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I had to go somewhere to like, swanky to drop them off. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm you, there. I'm there. They sent you to like. I don't know. They sent you to Virginia Beach or like Norfolk or something. And they're like, hey, <laughs> like we need you to go to this swanky um, scientist, scientist place to drop off these samples. You're in the elevator, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you press it. the button to get, go to the seventh floor. But on the second floor, it opens and a handsome 42 year old walks in. And he's <laughs> so your type. And it's like, or actually... He's so your type, but you're like, he like starts to speak and you're like, eh, I don't really know. But he's like, hey, I would love to take you to like brunch, not brunch. Ugh. I would love to take you to get wow, some wine come or drinks. Person. That's like such a friend zone date, brunch. I would love to take you to drinks, right? That sounds like, no, that sounds weird. I would love to take you <laughs> to drinks. We just, our dream world just is brunch every day. That's the yeah, issue. It's like, I we're just like bottom I've said brunch at least three times bad. in this imaginary scenario. Exactly. Like, I mean, you're very on brand for me. As someone who used to hate brunch, but now I just support the bottomless most part of it. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So somebody's so my he's type. Like, yeah. He's so your type. He walks drinks. in and you don't really give him much mind though because you're not really in the mood because you're already upset that your job and pissed that your job irritated maybe that your job made you drive <laughs> to Norfolk. Well, that part is like the most on-brand thing I know. in the whole story. You're irritated because your job made you drive to Norfolk to drop these <laughs> damn samples off. And so you're just like, I cannot wait to leave here and go get some sushi. So, and skip the rest of work. Um. <laughs> Don't worry, my boss doesn't listen to this, nor would he blame me <laughs> if I did. <laughs> and so the guy is like, you know, he like tries to make conversation with you. You're just polite. And he's like, I just would love to take you to drinks. What do you think? And you're like, oh, just you give him your numbers just so he can leave you alone. So you can get back to thinking about the sushi <laughs> and just yeah. making voodoo dolls of everyone in your office in your head. Um... So then he texts you later that that evening and you're like, ugh, whatever. But he's persistent because that first time you're like, uh, I, maybe next week. So then he hits you up the next week and you're like, okay, let me just, he's willing to drive to you. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and you, like where you live. Where do you live again? Yorktown? No. I, let me not say where you live. I live in a bigger city. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, let me not. Oh, I know. Duh. I'm yeah. stupid. I also used to live in that city. Um. <laughs> So yeah, he's like, I'll drive to you, like in your city, because yeah. I have to have I have to be there for some conference, like so it'll you know like let me. You are really lunch. painting the picture. Yeah, and you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> but for some reason, you wake up and you're like having the best day, like everything is going right, like your your other coworkers aren't being complete idiots, and you're like, wow, I'm feeling great, like I have so much energy, like this maybe it's gonna be a good day. So you're like, all right, mm-hmm. let me just go. Let me not cancel and put on PJs and watch uh, reruns of Her Housewives of New York. <laughs> I'm going to go. So then you go and you guys hit it off and you're like, wow, okay, maybe. I don't know. But of course, cynical you. You're like, eh, we'll see. But he keeps being persistent. He sends you flowers. Like he sends you oh. all your favorite snacks. He cash apps you for <laughs> Uber Eats. 
Like, hey, get, get yourself something <laughs> nice, whatever, whatever. He's like, I found your podcast. I love it. He like is so oh, no, supportive. Oh no, 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 no! I think that's where that. I think that's where everything goes downhill. Of course, he's lying. He doesn't actually listen to it, but you don't really know that until later in the in the relationship. Oh great, because I I don't think any man that I'm interested in should listen to this. Yeah, no. But okay, of course you judge him in your head, not knowing that he's lying. He's just trying to be yeah, yeah, yeah. to you. Exactly. And yeah, you guys just hit it off. He ends up having like a 15 year old kid who's snotty a little bit and a little bit of like April Ludgate. And you're like, wow, are you the love of my life? And um, the rest is history. Wow. You took me on a journey. Maybe I should like get into um... <laughs> reading palms. You trying to get a third job? A seventh job telling people their future. I do do tarot reading. I don't advertise that much, but. I don't know about the scenario, like all of these breakdowns, but I feel like the energy is very correct because I shoot down a lot of people if I'm in a bad mood. Like if I'm just like not having it, like when we were in Vegas and those guys were talking to us and I was just so tired again, didn't know I was deathly ill at the time. I just thought I was jet lagged and I truly, every time they spoke, I was like, we're good. We're we're trying to go to bed. We're old. We were at a Jonas Brothers concert. Like, what can I tell you to to go away? Anything? Anything at all? Anything. See, (sighs) very likely. But the Norfolk part, maybe not so likely. But it could happen. And I just want to see that possibility. And you hit us with the DNA samples. You were like, the scientist energy was there. I die. And he has a bomb ass job. Yeah. The end. Loves it. A love story waiting to happen. Yeah, I'll let you, at the wedding, I'll let you discuss this. they be like, so this isn't exactly what I said, but, like, it's actually pretty close. And then you'll list all the differences, but you're like, but she's getting married, right? Like, that's what's the same. Exactly. (laughs) I did predict she would have a partner. (laughs) All right. So we, oh, we have the, I mean, I don't really care. Jenny looks like she's fun. That's where we came from, is that Jenny's husband had an ugly face, according to her, but a good body. Um, and then she has a bunch of little rugrats. Um, seems like she's probably a housewife, like an actual housewife. Oh, and they like went to school together, all this stuff. But anyway, she seems like she's going to be a good time. And she seems like she's not going to mince words with motherfuckers. So that's what I'm here for. Like for Jen Shaw to call Jenny a firecracker, like she's about to pop. Yeah. And then, then we have the igloo scene or did I miss anything else? You already mentioned Jin Shaw's, like, birthday celebration. Cute dynamics, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, now we're at the igloo, which I love it. I love an igloo. Yeah, I love the outdoor igloo. I want to go eat there. Heather really tried to do the Bethany and said, like, I have to order for everyone. And it was like, no, you didn't, because they all got separate entrees. Right. And they're all looking at you like, we don't want all this fried stuff, even though I probably would be like, oh, Heather, yes, order that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would have been like... I want nachos. I mean, we've said it on this podcast before. We love the late night snacks. So we'd be like, we want nachos. We want wings. We want- Bring me a flatbread. I'll probably get a side salad just or some type of veggie just to be somewhat healthy. But bring me all the- I mean, you need the salad because you need the fiber of the salad to move all that other garbage through your system. Like get it out of your colon. Like I will be known to order- 10 terrible things and then yeah get like something that good old like garden salad put some tomato in me put some spinach mm-hmm. in there cucumber just wash it out clean me out so 
That yeah, Meredith and Mary did like the I don't really eat Show salads. Oh, you're talking about the igloo stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I get really into the food because um, it's always a moment. You know what I mean? I wrote down what, what, is, they what is Heather wearing. Oh, I don't know. She's gonna give us Giselle. She she always has something. She that was her. She was with the daughter, right? No, this was when she was at in the igloo. I think I said, "What is she?" Oh, is I did. Oh, I remember she was wearing sunglasses, and technically Mary was too. But the way Heather was wearing them was like, I don't want to be recognized, even though there's cameras all around us. Yeah, is V diva. Um, and I Mary just like wearing sunglasses, sunglasses was just part of her outfit. Yeah. Um, also, just like for an astrological breakdown, we don't know Jenny's sign, but both Meredith and Lisa are Sagittarians. Whitney. Mary and Jen Shaw are all Libras, which is wild because they're yeah. all vastly different. But also, so are Libras, in my opinion. Like, there's very different types. Mm-hmm. And then Heather's Cancer. Loop. Um, and then we'll find out what Jenny is later. Hopefully something um, in the Earth zone. Yeah, probably. All right. What happened after the igloo? Oh, the Shepard really dinner with Meredith and Lisa. Um Oh, that wasn't much. But that's at the end because yeah. Heather saw her daughter too, and they were talking about. Oh yeah, I didn't really care about that. Um, the only thing I was... took away from that is like I hate when parents like on either direction want their kids to live the opposite. Like they want to decide how the kids live their lives, and like Heather just stresses me out so much because she like desperately wants them to be so crazy that they're gonna like shy away from stuff. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, my mom thought that would be a good idea, so I'm not doing that. It's almost like... It's kind of like... It's kind of like... More like Gilmore and Rory. Like, what I wanted Rory... No, maybe not. Or how Lorelai was I mean, was in the little... sense that they came out really different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I say that all the time, too. Like, my extended family, my parents aren't... Weren't super wild. Well, my dad made some choices in his youth, like, before he met my mom. Um, and my mom... Yeah, they actually are, like, a little bit chaotic, but not as bad as, like, my extended family. But my cousin and I, I think we always came out really tame comparatively because we just saw so much, like, ridiculousness. And we're like, that didn't look cute. We're not going to, like... Right. It just made us lose any interest in experimentation because we already watched people make those choices and, and be foolish. So we came out pretty boring. Uh, I remember telling my dad about, well, my dad found out that I used to um, send emails from his email address at the end of senior year to skip school. And he asked me what I was doing when I was skipping school. And I think he really was hoping I was going to say something cool, like, I was drinking vodka in a field. I was like, Dad, I was home. I was was 17. I was probably watching Days of Our Lives and on Facebook. Like, I'm pretty dull. And he's like, nah, you must have been doing something else. And I was like, Maybe I stopped at CVS and got a bag of Reese cups. Like, I really can't tell you, Dad. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> go- like, I wish, Dad, I wish I was cooler than two. I didn't know how good I had it before I started paying rent and gas and utility bills. I was home wanting to be alone <laughs> away from my classmates who I was sick of. So, you know, shout out to the Rebels. I... HXC. The true emo kids, a.k.a. Ashley Simpson fans. Okay. <laughs> That's where my energy's at. Okay, so we have Meredith and Lisa at the Shabbat dinner. This was so stupid because Meredith doing, like, her fake religious shit 
just to like have a themed event. And again, have her titties out like mess. I um, really liked her shirt though. And I think I, I guess I think she said that she wanted to do the Shabbat too because like her dad had just passed and that was like her way of like being close to him or like honoring him or something. Well, people no. lie a lot on this show for a storyline, so. Yeah, I mean, you know. I just, like, didn't really fully buy into it. Of course, it's because also all of that shit in her face, because we don't even see her cry. Like, she, you could hear her making the sound of crying, but her face moved not an inch. Botox. Dude. Not a millimeter. She was like, I'm so sad. <laughs> and again, like, it was just nothing. nothing. I, I was looking so hard. I was like, please blink. Please let, like, your cheek rise to your problem but nothing we got so nothing. much botox i can't imagine not being able to move your face i would be scared i thought i would think that i had like a like a stroke or something yeah like i, I would be like is my face numb what's going on mess but yeah they have like that weird frenemy ship where like they've both been hanging out with people who've talked so much smack about the other one so they're both hypocrites and betrayers and they're both like saying that the other one is worse than they are so it's just like a lot of that. Yeah. Um, it was weird. The grandkids, I'm not saying that people can't be sad and not cry, but the grandkids were just like, yeah, we miss him. <laughs> I was like, well, like that's uh, the apple is far, far from the tree. And uh, then, of course, none that. of their asses knew their prayer except for the daughter. And she called them out. She was like, y'all were stuttering. Y'all were reading my lips to know what the next syllable was. Embarrassing. And then Lisa's kids were like laughing. They're like, why are they speaking in like Hobbit language? They, were, they thought it was I some know. hilarious that shit. And which is ironic because Lisa was Jewish. But her kids were like, we don't they were know trying. That. They were trying so hard not to laugh. They were like, I don't know where the fuck you are from, but where I was raised, we don't talk like that. <laughs> like they were giving all of that energy. Jack and Henry is so disrespectful. Right. <laughs> Oh, they are boring ass names. Anywho. And then we just got like the same trailer we've gotten 73 times where it's like, Mary's a cult leader. Who tipped off the feds? How did they know you were at Beauty Lab? Blah, 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 blah. But exciting. So I think we're going to get a good ass season. Now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with a little below deck med and a touch of paradise to close the episode. Fame. Obviously, we all care about followers. That's just part of this franchise. And obviously, I'm like excited for the future possibility of making more money. But I'm not like I would have got there on my own. Like I have an entire like master's degree in marketing. I think I can figure out how to get a few more followers. I'm sure if the Atlanta Chris situation hadn't happened, then it wouldn't have been like. So I only watched 20 minutes of Paradise, but I watched exactly what I needed to, including that little line. Oh, Piper. The fourth wall breaking the mess. When she said that, I truly was like, if you're so proud of that, like, why don't you have a different job? Like, why did you go on this show? Exactly. Because I have a whole... I have a whole ass master's in public health degree and I'm not Dr. Fauci. I haven't solved the pandemic. So, you know, a lot of us have those degrees and we're not out here taking over the world quite yet. Right. And she's like 23 or 24. So she's like straight out of school. Yeah. Like I too did that. 
went straight to master's from undergrad and she just like looks so young and comes off so young Mm -hmm. and it makes him look even creepier so yeah let's start with like how it intros I mean I think it just like intros like basically straight into that oh of course I didn't write any notes I was just shoving my face with food Piper being like just get over it because Natasha is talking to the group and just saying like you know she's starting to say like why isn't anyone giving like same thing from last season? They were so season. reductive like, to why her. Why isn't like, giving Natasha like why isn't anyone giving Brendan the same energy that they gave Chris? You know, like and Piper and Natasha like, called out perfectly. It. Yeah, Natasha called out perfectly. She's like the guys are friends with him, so yeah. they're def- like, which is dumb dude shit, which mm-hmm. pisses me off because she called Ivan out last week and was like, well, that's your friend, so that's why you're not right more upset about this because Ivan was upset about Chris because Chris came for his girl, mm-hmm. but since his buddy Brendan was doing it, and this like just gave me shades of, you didn't watch Tasha's season, did you? Mm-mm. So he was in like the final three, and he self-eliminated like very Greg-like, but except he was quote nice about it, but it was still the same premise. It was a guy who came on this show to be famous and possibly be the next Bachelor, And then he made it too far because the girl liked him too much. So he had to just be like, you know, I have to do what's best for me. He did it in like a very friendly way. He was also, if you don't know this, he's also already been married before. Yeah, I saw like the tea of him being like, oh, and like saying like he just needed to take it slow because of his divorce and wasn't ready. Like, yeah. And I thought that was sketchy when he did it to begin with. And then I got like swayed by everyone being like, he seems so funny. And then... He just showed his true colors in this episode. And, and I feel like he needs to issue an apology it. after every episode for the rest of the season. Well, mm-hmm. I guess he's gone now, thankfully. I didn't know that at the time. But, like, the way he was talking to those women, like, it was a little funny at first um, when Joe starts walking over with that trail behind him. And now the meme you sent me made sense because, yeah. like, I did not get it at first. I was, like, ride. I was like, bitch, I do not watch Game of Thrones. I don't know what this means. <laughs> so, like, I just skipped over it um but it was hilarious that it was like tall joe like sulking to walk over because he didn't want to be a part of this um with like five women behind him right and um it was very like mob mentality like you can just tell like that's how they've been acting this whole show because they did the same with like chris and alana Mm -hmm. too but the difference is like these people really deserved it because like chris and alana like yes they planned it yes they're dopey but like they don't seem as malicious right as Brennan and Piper, because Brennan and Piper had all those conversations out there. And you know what's funny? is like they showed us so much fourth wall breaking, but I bet you there was a conversation with a mic on where she was like, you know what? We can we can do this on our own. So let's leave, you know? Right. Like there was probably that conversation of like, we're going to like come out on top and like, you know, like just more plotting. Mm-hmm. But it was really messy. And so... She's like, let's counter off going with this. And oh, and then Brendan came for the women, and that really pissed me off. Because yeah. if you want to start me the fuck up, like, be fucking rude to a woman. I dare you. Like, that he was so like, Deandra can't get anyone. Like, Natasha can't get anyone. Like, Demi's just, I'm like, he's just. Mm. He's that person that, like, when he's backed up against the wall, he just scrambles and stoops low. And I was like, all right, Mr. Trash can go take your trash queen and get the fuck out of here. Exactly. I've never been so happy. And I'm sure Piper was like, okay, let's just count our losses and leave so that we can still look victorious. You know what I mean? Or just look like yeah. innocent. Yeah, like and it was, not let's leave on our terms. Right. Not realizing that so much was captured 
on those damn mics. Well, they just think that it's not going to be aired because right. people used to not air this stuff. Like right. it's the same as like the Denise Richards Bravo shit. Right. And it's like fourth, like they're not going to break the fourth wall. And it's like, nope, they didn't give one F. They, they smashed that shit down. They said, guess what? This is a three wall life now. <laughs> there is no fourth wall exactly. ever again. And like the people summed it up perfectly because they were like, what's the rule book on paradise? Blah, 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 blah. Whatever that was. And Wells literally was like, the only rule on this show is don't come here with a person, like with a person back home, however exactly. that's defined. Because then you're not looking and, for love. Yeah. It's like you're literally supposed to be a single Pringle when you come on this show. You can have people that you're interested in, again, truly meeting. Like maybe you've DM'd them once or twice, but you haven't met them. Yeah. <sighs> Good riddance. I've never been so happy. And I then know. I like as much as Demi infuriates me, she reminded me of why I love her when um, somebody was like, were you part of that? And she's like, of course I was a part of it. It was great. <laughs> like, I was just like, yes, bitch, get in there and own it. Loves it. Um, but that's all I've seen so far. So probably well, watch the rest when we finish rest of, this. For the, or her, but you know, the rest of you know what happened and uh I just want to say justice for Natasha, always. Oh, shit. I'm scared. The end. Fuck. Paradise is wild. Oh, also, can we just, like, talk about how the tight-ass joke by Titus was, like, horrible? Wait, what did he say? I never want to hear that again. Remember last week, and then he did it a little bit this week, he just kept talking about the tight-ass party he was having. Oh, yeah. Because it was a pun on his name mess like half of the internet didn't get it and they're like why does he keep talking about a tight ass and i'm like first of all don't be homophobic secondly don't like it still don't like it. <laughs> don't like it sigh but yeah amazing i can't wait to catch up um i was week two when brendan was like is joey coming for me like he felt so betrayed by joey right. i was like i can't believe we're on a joey basis all oh, right joey oh <laughs> I know. If I hear Joey, I think of um Joey Gladstone from Full House. When he's like, cut it out. <laughs> what a great show. I can't believe that's who Alanis Morissette wrote all of Jack Little Pill about too. Wait, you know what? this, right? You know the singer Alanis Morissette? Mm -hmm. She wrote that whole album, Jagged Little Pill, with like you ought to know and all of that about the actor who played Joey Gladstone from Full House. Oh, no. That was her man. And then he did her dirty. And then she wrote about him. She also was once engaged to Ryan Reynolds. Ew. Just out here letting, just out here expanding your mind, India. Well, you saw my face. I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an audio track, but we have reactions that you won't get to capture. Anywho. I need to stop saying that because I've also said that 70 times this episode. If anybody has any other transitional phrases they recommend, please DM me. Below deck med is a lot to take in. We had, they had the crew day off, which is always to me the best episode because mm -hmm. like I do want to see their antics and I don't know what they give them, but they always get turned the fuck up. Like they get out of their minds and it's not yeah. something I can relate to because I can't lose it like that when I know I have work the next day because I have to compartmentalize like 
I'm not strong enough. But they, it's like, Katie finally decides that we're not going to continue with Delani. Mm -hmm. And so she um, tells her, like, you're done. And Delani really tried to fight for her job, which was respectable, but she just didn't have it. So Katie moved on. And you know what I realized about Captain Sandy? Because I feel like I'm always, like, coming down on her. It's like she does really let people make decisions and, like, let them sit through that process. Like, her leaders, like, sit through that process. Like, she really let Katie go on that journey right. and decide for herself. Which, at first, I was like, oh, just tell her what to do. But then it's like, no, because she learned well, from this. Like, sense. she learned right. that, like, even though you ask for help, you can still say no if it doesn't feel like it's the right fit for you. Right. And, and so own it. Just grow some balls. I think she was teaching her, grow some cojones. Like, be a boss if you are a boss and i could tell that yeah. captain sandy was being very judgy like this capricorn is not very capricorn i know we have the two least capricorn capricorns on television mess Oof. Oof. yeah so i did appreciate that i had another realization about courtney also courtney is a leo which duh um and although she is very bubbly and friendly sometimes i just like have had enough of her like she just like needs too much attention and too much validation like always with the twerking and then she's in the kitchen dancing and singing songs so that creepy matt says that he's right. gonna burn the food because he's enjoying it you know what i mean like she just always needs too much and like we can get into it later how like um she doesn't like z as much as he likes her because the way she behaves is so that she gets like validation but it's not because she's actually interested um which is sad for somebody like Z. Yeah. And then I really didn't like um, how hard Malia came down on Zelani either about the resume and the heaving lines and the blah, blah. They're, the thing about this show is like, they know that most of us don't know shit about boats. So they can make something look like it's like life altering or really scary. And like anybody who works on a boat is like, that wasn't a big deal. Like, this doesn't matter. Right. It's kind of like how everybody last season... Did you watch Polo Deck last season with, like, Francesca and Elizabeth and all them? No, you don't watch regular. I need to catch... I still need to watch regular Polo Deck. Okay, so... So, you know how, like, in some seasons... And it was, like, on this, like, on Below Deck Med, where, like, the bosun will name, like, a lead deck hand at some point in the season. And it's, like, mostly, like, an honorary title. Yeah. But you get to be, like, number two. season a lot of them got mad because this guy who was one of the deck cans like kind of disregarded somebody else getting made lead deck can and they try to say like he was being a misogynist and all this stuff and he's like no this is a title that's being made up for the sake of the show and it doesn't mean anything in the real world right. and i have a career outside and so people were really mad that he wasn't like playing into it so they just tried to claim that like he just didn't respect the hierarchy and didn't respect this young woman and all this stuff it was a lot of nonsense so i just kind of felt like Malia was trying to make a storyline because we already know she's not the most likable person and is an arbiter of chaos just because she if she's in a bad mood or doesn't like something and I kind of like low-key felt like Malia and Courtney really didn't like Delaney because she was getting a lot of attention and so I just kind of got that sense because they were always trying to like shoot her down as much as possible every time she tried to like talk to them or be a part of the group and stuff i only say i only say this because she did this on purpose but that speech impediment and the fact that she did that on purpose it's like oh that was awkward i remember when she told that story it's like yeah you're trying to be enduring but it just really comes off like 
some things. And I'm wrong. sure your parents were like, "You're a debutante. Speak, like speak." Sorry again, <laughs> not to not to shade anyone who actually has a speech impediment because I acknowledge that, but. I judge myself for purposely wanting glasses and for purposely doing things that attributed to my eyesight loss. So I'm judgy. So this touches Indy on a personal note. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly what's happening. Except for at least you can't tell. All those R's and W's. Oh, God. Yeah, like she does fairly well, though, but it does, like, I just wish she hadn't told that story. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. But anywho... Um, they're starting to like clean up and get ready and Lexi oh Lexi Lexi she's like talking about everybody and Felina's just like asking like who likes who and how does this go and all that and Lexi's talking shit about Matt she's like he's freaky he's polyamorous and stuff and then Delaney's like I'm that's fine with me your mind is opened up to the world and Lexi like preacher's kid jumped out of Lexi she was like yeah. excuse she's like that is fooling with satan she's like i thought we, we could lot of, be like, friends now here. i don't <laughs> this episode needs some kind of religious title because i feel like we've referenced god yeah. a lot tonight um and then they go out this is so this is the night like that they end the charter because this is where i get confused on these episodes because there's so many meals so this is the night they finish the charter like delaney's like dressed up in her little black dress because she's about to leave and um they were like I again it was just kind of like mean kid shit because like again Lexi's terrible I'm not disagreeing but like they're always like get in the other van I'm like how fucking old are you like it's a 20 minute car ride calm down calm down and they were like telling they were telling some story oh I think Katie was in the car with Lexi and Delaney they were talking about like the blackout night and all that stuff and at one point Katie said something like that at that point I had mic dropped and I was like bitch you have not mic dropped this whole season you have never done a good ass speech. Right. So calm it down. And then um, I enjoyed um, them at dinner and Court- Courtney and Lloyd cheers to being fabulous. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is the energy that I need in my life. And then um, Delaney, oh, somebody was like, who's single? Probably Delaney. And Matt was like, oh, I go to sex parties. And Delaney's like, I go to sex parties too. And they were, like, trying to click in that way, which I found very interesting because, like, Matt did not seem interested at all. Yeah. And then and David was, like, a douchebag, so. Ugh. Awful. But it was hilarious because David was kind of into Delaney, and then he heard that, and he was like, okay. Okay. Learning new things. Learning new things. But it didn't slow him down because he really tried to get it. Exactly. For the rest of this episode. Um, also, my phone kept autocorrecting because I would re- I would spell it Delani D E L O N I, and my phone kept autocorrecting my notes to Delphi. So I don't know what Delphi <laughs> is, but apparently Delani is not a word. Your phone. Is and then Delaney, Delaney and Lexi, they were like debating if he should be locked down in a job or a relationship, and they were like on two different planets, and I was dying because Lexi was very much like. No, you should be locked down in a relationship, not a job. You've got it backwards. Right. And Delaney's like, no, I need to take care of myself. I need to be locked down in a job, not a relationship. I know. And Lexi's like, no, like, that's not what I said. It's like, no, but that's what. (laughs) (laughs) I literally thought Delaney wasn't listening to her. And they're like, no, we have different opinions. This exists. Exactly. Lexi's like, I. Lexi's like, I've never not taught somebody who had a different opinion than me. Right. Opinions. It was wild. 
What? That, that exists? <laughs> One of my bullet points says, Matt is every character from Inside Out. Is Inside like Out the, like the movie? The Pixar movie? <laughs> with the feelings like he is each one of those feelings on a different day like sometimes he is joy and sometimes he is sadness and sometimes he's anger and many times he's envy like he cannot no he's not regulated at all (laughs) oh my god like whatever he is he is everything he's whitney he's every woman he's chaka khan like he always is having a moment. Like if he's, even when he's happy, he's so happy. Like he's always like, is today the best day ever? Right. And like, I love you. Oh my time. God. Oh my God. And then he like, he'll be like, I need a hug right now. And I'm like, oh, not for me. You don't. No, thank you. No, thank you. And then um, it was like very cheesy at that dinner. Cause I felt like they were all intentionally giving each other like too many compliments to like ice out again, Delaney and Lexi. They're like, Katie, you're the best chief stew that there ever was. Like, I, I could never do what you did. And it's like, what? Throw up every time you have to make a decision? Right. You couldn't do that? Please. And they're all being nice, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, this was shady. No, she literally and then, I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> and then David did like a really nice speech, though. I liked David's. I felt like it was very sincere. Yeah. That's what triggered my zodiac sign question. I'm like, what is he? I think I see being an air sign because he's like pretty articulate. Because it's not water sign energy. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, like, maybe like Earth. Yeah, he's very, like, mellow and, like, mild. Like, he's very adaptable and just very, like, chill. I hope he's not a Virgo. Because all the guys that I like that then end up being awful are Virgos. Ugh. TBD. I'm sure they'll answer our tweet one day. Um, <laughs> and then some. I wrote... Lexi has hot correct takes sometimes because she was being truthful when she said everyone's like being nice to Matt to his face because they don't want to like bother with the truth because it's too much effort to accept that he really was right useless and then I just continued talking about how Malia had really bad form because like again if she wanted to like ream out Delaney about the CV and the experience she should have just done that one-on-one mm-hmm. I thought it was super shady to do it like at the table right and like, here, let like, me embarrass well, everybody. Your experience says this. And Delaney's like, no, but that's what my experience is. But it's on a day boat. So I didn't lie. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like they misinterpret it. Yeah. And then they go back to, oh, I skipped a hell of a lot. Um, then we have um, them coming back to the boat to go to the hot tub. I wrote Katie's skull is going to get broken because like Courtney picked her up and then almost dropped her on the head. Right. I was like, these children are wild. And by children, I know that they're our age, so calm down. And then the thing about this cast is, like, the guys are so nice, but because they're so nice, their game is so bad. Because, like, David tries to hit on Delaney, and he picks her up in the hot tub. And, like, I just never understand, like, in a body of water or on a dance floor, I never understand why a guy thinks picking up a girl to have her wrap her legs around him and then, like, humping the air is like sexual yeah it looks insane it doesn't feel good it's extremely uncomfortable and it's just i mean it's great television but god it just like brought back so many memories of like people trying to do stuff like that when we were like 21 yeah and uh i I don't miss those memories i really wish that they just stayed deep down deep deep down 
inside. And then he like thinks he's about to get laid and then he falls off that damn hot tub and it was bad. Bad. Like I couldn't look at it. I saw it the first time like in the preview and I was like, ooh, when I knew it was coming, I just had to look away because it, it's awful. They showed it like three times though. I was like, that's enough. The way he like, it's like he thought the stairs were there or something and he just like smacked it up. He was going for like that other base. Yeah. That was like on the side and his foot just never made it. Oof. Oof, I do not wish that on anybody. And you could tell it was bad because he could, even in that moment, like once he got back up, he couldn't even walk. And that's right. how you know it's just like that whole sensation through your whole body. And then Katie starts drunk, voicemailing her friends, calls her mom. Her mom was tired of it. Her mom was like, you're only acting like this because you're tired and drunk. Like it, you, it's not a big deal. Because she right. was just sad that she was going to be there for her friend having a baby. I can't relate, and I have friends who have babies. I'm always very excited for them, but I'm not sad to not be there. Yeah, because what are you gonna they do? Don't really want me there? Like you're gonna boil the placenta for them? Like what's yeah. what's the tea? And also, it's not unique to yachting. People are away from their family and friends for all sorts of jobs, right? All the time, and that's life. But that can't be the first thing you've missed. I felt like that was another like we're saying this so that there's a storyline. Like yeah. Meredith with the Shabbat, you know, like it's like we have to like make something right. seem like this, but it's like, why are we having people who don't want to be yachties on this show? And then they're like all eating, and I screamed when um, Z was like going in. Oh, because like Lexi and Matt were having a tiff. Like they loved just they go back and Lexi falling asleep in the car is a mood. She's like okay, I'll get up in a second. Two hours later, she's like, <gasps> oh, that was, yeah, towards the end. Oh, my God. And then she, I loved how she ca- called Z Captain save I rolled. I was just like, <laughs> she was like, Z, I don't know why you're playing Captain save right now, but it's not the moment. Like, right. you don't need to do this. Oh, and then what else? Delaney put on her cheetah suit. David still tried to get laid even with his bum leg yeah he really was like into it and z tried to make him follow her into the bedroom and david was like okay so i'm also not a predator I'm not gonna <laughs> go that far so mad respect for david respect for trying to still get laid even with a bum leg and then respect for not being a predator right and then they go on their boat the next day i will say i respect lexi knowing when to opt out she was like i want to sleep in because if there's one day that you have to sleep as much as you want you got to go for it. But exactly. I also love the boat. So I would have just yeah. gone to the boat and slept on the boat. Exactly. I would have just taken a nap in one of the rooms on the boat for like an hour. Yeah. I would have opted out of the water sports because I'm no Olympian. I don't need to be out on the little jet thingies. Or I love falling off and climbing on and ju- jumping off. Now nah, I'm good. I would just be like floating in the water the whole time. And tanning. Respect. And then they go, they go to like the waterfalls and then the editors came for Malia when they showed the old clip of her and Adam at the waterfalls like four years earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad that our earlier choices aren't on television media. Can you imagine if they did that to us? They're like, and this is what you were doing when you were 24. We'd be like, oh, oh shit. my God. Oh yeah, that was my season, God. My first season when I was two timing two guys. Oh God. Oh, just a mess. Also, Adam is chaotic, so I'm not surprised. A hot mess. And then um, they did like that dope food spread after the waterfalls. 
and that was like um Lexi had joined them at that point and then that's like again they sat Matt across from Lexi who thought that was a good idea right like why did we let that happen they already had to separate them it's truly like having two horrible children with the two of them because they just go back and forth ceaselessly um and all they do is like try to tell them to shut the fuck up and neither of them do they're just way too much but they are harder on Lexi than they are on Matt because they not even respect Matt but they know they need Matt in order to like finish the like the season exactly so it's like but it's so ironic because like they say they need him but Sandy had that chef in quarantine exactly. so that chef is probably still there and we saw in that mid-season trailer that a chef does show up to be like I'm taking your job so I'm hoping they both get fired honestly yeah. but I don't know it's just ridiculous and yeah it just is like this weird dynamic amongst all of them because it's like if they're a part of the inner circle, they're all super nice to each other to a point that almost seems insincere. And then if mm-hmm. they're you're not part of that circle, you're not part of the circle. Right. And so it's like just Lexi and Delaney aren't part of the circle. Matt is like second tier. And then the other four or five, however many they are, right. are like all besties forever. And it's just like super. It's like we were talking about with Heather where it's like these are people who probably like didn't have a lot of friends at some point and then now that they do they want to like exclude people the way they were excluded previously it's like the kind of energy i feel right because i just from them which is not fair either like lexi went off the rails but i think that everyone has friends that go off the rails sometimes and it's like all right like you're never drinking that much like and it's just like but you just still keep them included and she did that when she was and she did that when she was under the influence. Mm-hmm. A lot of Matt's offenses happened when he is sober. Sober. As day. And has no reason to be acting that way. And I yeah, don't blame... So. I honestly... I mean, I don't like that... I'm guessing they bleeded out the word retard. Like, I don't like that Lexi used that word. Ugh. But, I, but I don't fault her for, like, coming at him because he was rude. And it's like, oh, you know, like... And he was, like, trying to, like... Yeah call her out at the dinner like no stand up for yourself girl because matt's an asshole and yeah, i need for she just, them to acknowledge it's just like, like he is the problem is like they're just equally at fault because mm-hmm. like he instigates and provokes all of it because he knows what it'll do which is mm-hmm. just as malicious as being the person who says those right. horrible things she says because right. like the things that she said to him were just also just low down like you Whoa. can't eat, you know like i don't even want to repeat any of the stuff she said because it was awful I know. i'm like but like the... but it's also yeah it, it's like that doesn't justify what she did but he is completely complicit in it and like you said they don't want to find because they think they need a chef and it's like you morons they said that there is a chef right. in quarantine just let them bring that chef like i can say that capricorns when we hit our limit we go below the belt and it's not pretty and so that's oh, the one Capricorn I thing I can say about her that's like, oof. My Puerto Rican grandma was a Capricorn and she was a hard ass bitch. Now you have like, to have like sense and discipline and you can't say certain things. You have to learn like, okay, like I actually didn't mean that, but I just said that because I knew it was going to hurt you. And yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, you, you know, the exact some... button to push, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you should do it. Yeah. She has no um, tact when it comes to reading the room of yeah and i don't think she's ever had to either like she just seems like she's always like in very spoiled environments and so like she was always like um attended to so she doesn't realize like there's a place like and that's what they were trying to tell her is like there's a time and a place and a way to behave and 
she's just like not accepting that either so again they're just like both at fault but the thing is that she says things that are more like obviously offensive in a way of like you know in our society like you can't talk like this like you can't be talking about people shouldn't have been born you shouldn't be talking about comparing people to people who are are like mentally disabled like that's just out of control to use those phrases and it just makes it more objectively obvious that she looks bad and because she's also not a and then the double is that she's also not a good worker right like if she again was offensive but like the best at her job and they quote needed her like they quote need matt then it'd be fine but because hers are more overtly offensive and she's a bad employee versus his are like he knows how to veil them so that he could have a defense and he's also um good at his job you know he gets away with more of it right and you know just internalized misogyny and racism too i mean that but, too you know always but she does say objectively horrific things so she can't really escape that one so yeah they're just eternally chaotic but always. it's like kind of weird i just like i think like aside from the three deck guys like lloyd z and david the rest of the cast is like fairly unlikable yeah which is sad. Sometimes it works out good. Like, I love Summer House because it's, like, a guess of, like, who do I loathe less each episode or season. But um, Below Deck, it makes me sad when I don't like anyone because I, like, do want someone to root for. Yeah, Courtney's not But I guess either. I just said it. I do like the boys, so I yeah. root for them. I hated Lloyd when he was, like, so anxious and, like, didn't like the aggression. I was like, I'm here. I'll hug you. Poor Lloyd. Be mine. I love poor, him. Poor Mario. <laughs> oh my god the mustache awful um oh my god winter house is coming we may have to talk about it oh we're gonna have to talk about they it they like a lot of people of color on this thing i know i love that i said the snow came out and the black people are here like okay come on, get them on some snowboards okay black bears not all polars <laughs> i have never heard that <laughs> i saw this we one meme that it was like it was like two black bears and it was like two black bears doing a drug deal and someone was like would you say this if they were polar bears <laughs> yes black bears let's go oh my god i love oh my god i'm dying i don't know if my girl danielle's on there though my little boricua sister and i don't think carlito's on there which Mm-mm. makes me sad i know i love carlito these days carlito Sadly, with the black bears come the southern polar bears, a fucking southern charm. Um, Austin and what's his face? Oh, yeah. No, no. Austin and Craig are going to be on Winter House. The best. Did you watch the trailer yet, by the way, for Winter House? No. Oh, I'll send it to you. The best line was said by my girl Paige, which I hate that I say that because she is also awful, but she is me and I am her. Um, She said, Wait a minute. Three women are interested in Austin Kroll. Did I hear right? That's where we... I, I'm misquoting. It's a great quote, the way she said it. It was just right. like, hold on. Am I hearing this correctly? Three women are interested in Austin Kroll. What is happening here? Like, he must be... I mean, he seems very nice. He must he's be good something. in bed. Yeah, I was like, he's like, he some must, swag. He's so. not... No, I... He's not swaggy. No, I mean some swag in the bedroom is what I mean. Yes. Motion in the ocean, as it were. I mean, he was having a threesome. I mean, Madison's still after it. 
Madison. <laughs> As our fave Danny always used to say on this podcast. Well, he's alive. He didn't die. Um, but he loved to do the Madison. <laughs> but that is how he sounded. Yes. Um, very interested in Nasally Craig. And, you know, like, supposedly he and Paige have a thing. We'll find out. And then, um, but Sierra is into Austin, which is wild. Um, and then who's the other one? Judging. Lindsay's into Austin. And then Madison. Yeah. Yo, if Madison popped up on fucking Winter House out of nowhere like Satan, I would, I would I... be elated. I love Madison. With that face. She's my favorite. She is my favorite villain of all time. Oh, yeah, the yeah. scrunch face. She truly has it. Um, I would love that. And then, who else? Oh, and apparently Kyle's flirting with somebody that's not his fiance. I'm not shocked. Yeah. That's, that's the couple where, like, when their show ends, they will not be together. I think they may be just because of... What's his brand again? It's in my fridge. No, they'll, one of them will sell the shares to the other one. Okay, she'll sell them to him and just take his money. I think it's mostly his company, though. I think she just, like, works for the company. But I, he started on his own, so. Well, she will, they will split and she will take her money and go. Yeah. Because there's, like, it's just weird. She'll get liquid cash and he'll get the business. Because every season is, like, her crying because he's awful. Is that the last season wasn't that Am bad? I wrong? Last season, she wasn't crying because he was awful. Last season, she was crying because Hannah kept bringing up how awful he was in the past. And she's like, dude, let it fucking go. Like, we've grown so much this year. Like, stop bringing up. Like, just want to be my friend. Like, stop bringing up stuff from the past. Damn, you know how disloyal I am? I forgot about Hannah already. Like, the minute she got fired, it just, like, left my She was great the first, like, season. And then she just slowly declined on the likability. Yeah, she just she tried to self-produce too much. Yeah. And she hit it well the first season, but then every season it just kept unraveling. Yeah. Because it was just, really like, victim, just like, oh. victim, what was me? Victim, what was me? Well, it was just a lot of, like, she was causing harm to a lot of people. And then, like, whenever she got called out for it, she just was, like. Victim, what was me? Yeah. Crying, like, oh. Yeah. And it was a lot of, like. Yeah. Men are yelling at me. And, like, again, Kyle is annoying as hell. But, like, Kyle did not speak to her the way Brendan spoke to all those women on the beach on Paradise. Like, I was actually being a friend, and she just didn't like that she was being called out. My best Bravo, or my favorite Bravo meme of, like, this season is the one that's, like, pictures of Benefer. And it's, like, and to think we have Craig Conover from Southern Charm to thank for this. Because he's the one who blew up A-Rod's spot. Oh, yeah. Um, with Madison. So, therefore, J-Lo broke up with him and got back with Ben. Yeah. Truly my joy. Truly serotonin in my veins. It just all every time I circle, see a picture. right? I mean, I, listen, before they got back together, like, I used to post, like, fairly frequently old pictures of them. And I was like, this was the last time my life made sense was when they were together. And people were like, oh, my God, Ruby, that was a long time ago. I know she had that album. And guess what? They are back together. My life still doesn't make sense yet, but maybe it will soon. It's the beginning. Maybe this is, you know, life, sensical life in globe. That was not a sentence. New era coming. 31 is, 31 is coming in like 
Come in in 13 days. I got 13 days till we're into this de- new decade of age. Exciting. I know. I got to write a list of goals. <laughs> she sounds I mean, like I don't have voice. to. It's just, again, the Capricorn moon in me is like, we need a to-do list for the next 12 months. Yeah. I get it. I got to... I gotta get things right. Again, as Queen Jayla once said, I gotta get right. <laughs> Loki, my favorite Jayla song. <laughs> Will we make it a week through this episode <laughs> an episode without me mentioning Jayla at some point? Because oh, yeah. I feel like I mentioned Let's Get Loud a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, JLo and Rihanna, my two safe my lord and my savior. <laughs> the queens. Love them. But yeah, I think that's it. We've pretty much covered everything. Yeah, this episode's been a little lengthy, guys. The rants were a little lengthy, but we did a we did a lot of story time. Yeah. We did a lot of like let's have a moment here. But I think that we need those moments, you know, because then you get to know us better. We get to the poppers want to know us, so that's what I've named our listeners. Yeah, the poppers. Oh, I like that. Hmm. I see it for us. Yeah, the poppers. They got to get to know us because. A lot of them have known us for a long time, but there may be one or two new poppies out there. We all we accept new poppies. Yeah. Poppies, P-O-P-E-E-S, not P-A-P-I-S. Yeah, not pappies. Ruby Langsley, spelling bee champ in 1999. Third place in 98, I learned how to do better. <laughs> probably should have said that in reverse and showed the progress <laughs> rather than the decline but here we are here we are life's not perfect but we are okay the rate end. review subscribe yes rate review talk res- about how beautiful we are rate review subscribe rate review talk about subscribe. how we're your favorites tell us yeah. what you want to hear definitely we're trying to come up with um a new game it's in the works um but yeah, show your ideas of what you guys think we should do or talk did about. Did you say new name? No, new game. Oh, I was like, I thought we were pretty committed. No, we're, I thought we were pretty committed. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm going back to make a new graphic, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> if you think we're going back to redacted because we're not going to tell brands that we use because they're not paying us, we will not be using those programs right now. <laughs> yeah. India worked too damn hard, our technical consultant, for this. Me and John's critiquing and judging worked very I hard. I am creative director of opinions. Yeah. India is master technician. There Those are go. our titles. Anyways, stay blessed. Follow whichever lord you believe in or satanic creature you believe in. And don't harm others. What a good Bye. theme. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>